Welcome to another episode of Third Shot Podcast. Whatever platform you're listening to this on, don't forget to hit subscribe. You can also check out our website at thirdshotpodcast.com. We're also on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Third Shot Podcast and on Twitter at Third Shot Pod. While you're there, please leave us a comment or a review. We love all of the support and thank you so much. Uncle Greg and Russ, you ready to kick this off? I'm ready. Got the shot. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Okay, mine wasn't exactly a a shot, but that's right. Close enough. (laughs) You're you're drinking with us. Exactly. That's all that matters. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's been so rainy here, you know, Hillary, uh, Hurricane Hillary Mm -hmm. has been coming. So I haven't had the opportunity to play because it's been raining and there's not many indoor facilities here, which is super bummer for me. But have you two been playing? Because like I got to live vicariously through somebody at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, it's it's funny you ask, because the reason why I'm drinking this tall glass of water here is because I played just before this. All and, right. Um, I'm beat. <laughs> this isn't going to be a high energy performance for me today. I'll tell you that much. Well, who did you play against? Uh, I played against my son. And now here's the thing. So he actually went on a run this morning. I'm like uh, 3.7 miles. It was a race that he did this morning wow. against a bunch of other, you know, like kids his age plus older. You know, is this like, cross country or is this another? Uh, this this was cross country. Yeah. Okay. So he's going up hills. He's doing all this stuff, and he got a great time and all that stuff. Fantastic. And I'm thinking, ah, he's going to be too tired to play pickleball, but it would be kind of fun to go. And we go and. Yeah, he wasn't tired at all. (laughs) Hey, Russ. Yeah. I hate to break it to you. He was tired. I know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) He was probably. um, Yeah, but, you know, I was, I, I, it was, it was like this, like, you know, weird weather today here. Like you mentioned the Mm -hmm. rain. We're kind of getting that same sort of system up this way. That's a little bit weird weather. Um. So it was a little drizzly out and I'm thinking nobody's going to be at the courts. Like this is the perfect time to go. And sure enough, nobody was at the courts. So uh, that was good. We play game one going great. Weather's fine. Feeling good. Uh, I, I did not win that one. It was like, I don't know. I, I lost by one, you know, so oh. not, not, not oh, too bad. Pretty close. Sec- yeah. Second game I lost by, Oh no. Second game. I won. Okay. That was cool. So rubber match yeah. on the third one. Yeah. And then it started just heating up, like the clouds disappeared. And I'm wearing a black hat and a black shirt. I'm like, oh my God, I am dying right now. So I was just so hot and tired that I was like, okay, this isn't gonna this isn't gonna bode well for me. And he's like I'm playing singles though. I mean that's yeah, yeah, that that was that was that was rough uh this time, but I I did okay. I felt I felt good. Um (laughs) You're going to have uh, the most singles experience among the three of us. I think yeah, do, so. Do you ever play singles, the two of you? No? Occasionally, oh, wow. okay. but usually it's doubles. Yeah. On the rare occasion, singles. Most of the courts that I play at are so busy that mm-hmm. they don't really let you play singles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, they just like, hey, for court time, you know, it's, it's doubles. Double up. 
Mm. Every once in a while, the place that I play at in the mornings on weekends, somebody will come in and want to play singles and and they kind of give you a little the stank guy and they go, oh. uh, you know, we got a lot of people waiting for those chords. You want to play oh, doubles? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, have you been playing, Greg? I played today. Like okay. you. You don't I look endure- as tired as me, though. I endure- <laughs> Well, I uh, I played earlier this morning. What time did you play? Uh, like three hours ago. Okay. Well, I played yeah. early morning, so it wasn't really okay. Too so you've hot had a yet. little, you've had a rest period. Yeah. I did have a rest period, yeah, yeah. and um, you know, I jumped in the pool afterwards. Ah, okay. Kind of cool off, and it I think it helps the recovery of the body mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. or you know, what else you know what else i'm gonna do i'm just gonna jump in the pool and just float right. around a little bit right right but bridgie i got to um i feel bad <gasps> uh-oh uh-oh i know break I, me what I, happened? I feel like i cheated <gasps> oh. i played two games with a mixed doubles partner and her name was bridget whoa what I know. I don't even know. I'm that sorry. Many- I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm being replaced. This is the news I was oh not wanting to Oh my gosh. Hear. As oh. I'm doing it, the guilt was flowing through my bloodstream. <laughs> I was like, oh. oh but I, I told her, I told her my niece is my mixed doubles partner. We do a podcast together. Her name is Bridget also. So here's my little bit of solace. Uh-huh. She spells it different. Okay. How does she spell it? She spells it B-R-I-D-G-E-T. Okay. So Bridget. That's the more common way. Yeah. Bridget, shout out. Thanks for partnering with me. Yeah, boo. (laughs) (laughs) I think if if, if you had a different name, I would have played better. But but she is so much fun, fantastic person. It's the first time I've ever met her and played with her. So we, That's we awesome. did have a good time. But As long as she doesn't try to replace this spot on the podcast. Right. That's all I ask. That's you. Let me That's keep all this. you. So speaking of cheating. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I mean, this is, this is, I know, I know. This is an emotional episode. What What is happening here? It is, I, I don't did know. Did you have another, another podcast producer named Roos? What happened? <laughs> Ross? <laughs> what? It's a Rossette. <laughs> no, even worse. Okay. I'm playing a um I'm playing a doubles duper tournament coming up this Thursday. Ooh. And guess who my partner is? Bridget? No. Oh. It is a woman though. Hmm. I don't know. Russ, any guesses? I don't know. I can't do it. Oh, I bet her name's Joyce. Yes. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my gosh, this is getting weird. This is all this weird. week. That, that's all this that's week. It happened. So she goes by Joy. Joy, I can't wait to play with you this Thursday. We are going to make a fantastic team. I've left all the guilt aside because I talked to my wife about it, and she's totally cool. She totally cool with it. So, but Joy, you and I, and uh, she's a listener of the show, and uh, we're gonna play our tournament together this Thursday. And awesome. Maybe we'll have to get a little uh, guest appearance by Joy. Yeah. She can come on and kind of let you know what it's like. Yeah, <laughs> right. to play with right. the Uncle Greg. The Uncle Greg. 
She is a good player, and I hope she can carry me through this whole tournament. Hopefully, was, she's been working out. <laughs> was this Joy the one at the tournament that yes. I played? Oh, okay. Okay, so this is weird, too, with the name thing. When Uncle and I played in that tournament a few months ago, there was multiple people there that had the same name of people in our family, like Joy, Brian, um, Chris. That was a, a woman because Auntie Christine is Chris. Yeah. 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 It was wild. It was it was wild. I think there was probably at least four people in that tournament that had our people's names in our family. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's weird. Yeah. Including yeah. Joy. And she beat Bridgie and I, so I said, "Okay, if I can't beat her, join her." Yeah. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I support that. <laughs> and I played another tournament since that time, Bridgie, mm -hmm. and uh, Joy was in the tournament playing against me, and she beat me there too. Oh, okay. so, she is a great player. This is a good. That's a good part. thing for you then. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. Come on, yeah, she's going to hold me up for sure. Right, right. <laughs> well, and you know the other the other thing that it's going to help, like if you're ever like on the phone with somebody, man, Joyce is really pissing me off today. Oh no, 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 the other Joyce. Like you know, you've got that out now for whatever whatever you say. You can do no wrong now, Greg. Well, but I just, I'm just thinking. I don't think my wife would appreciate being the other Joyce. Oh, that's true. Oh yeah, right. You, you can't go there. Mm -mm. Right. Yeah. That She's the Joyce. Jo <laughs> right. <laughs> but oh, yeah, it funny. has been a week of coincidence on women that I played pickleball with, or I'm going to play pickleball with. Yeah. Nice. The universe. Do, I don't know what it's saying. What, are you, I, yeah, you saw you saw the uh, psychic. Did it say anything about Uncle Gray? <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing in her crystal ball about this. I don't know what it is. Oh, good. Okay. Well, that's good though. I think that's a good thing. It's his status quo with Uncle Greg. So <laughs> nice. It, uh, this is the new place that you've been playing at, um, yeah. and we got a little update that you know a couple episodes ago. But like, are you seeing the same? people over and over again and, and getting to know a lot of this a lot of these guys yeah i am actually it, it's a pretty big club but you know, what they do is they have assigned times for certain levels of players so what has mm -hmm. happened is i've you know playing on kind of my level and there's a group of about i don't know 30 players that are kind of at the same level as i am which is fantastic for me i get to you yeah. know have good competition and it's not too good, but you know, it's right. not too bad. And I've met a lot of those people and I do see them in different courts too, which is interesting because I thought they would oh, just okay. be kind of exclusive to those courts and I would be the one kind of floating around the different courts, but no, I'm seeing them all over the place also. <laughs> okay. So, so you're all cheaters. <laughs> is that the name of the show <laughs> it might be pickleball we, we, partners we're... exposed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait that should be an episode we'll get maury uh povich to come in and yes. host it guest host yeah. for us that would we be need great. a lie detector yeah and all yeah. the different pickleball partners we've ever had could tell the behind the scenes <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, oh, Russ, man. I got to ask you, since you were playing, which paddle did you end up using? Uh, I I used the the I used the new one uh, okay. that that I just got, and I I don't have it like right in front of me, so I can't even think of the name right now off the top of my head because my brain is dead and I'm so tired. <laughs> You're but, <okay. laughs> 
everything shut down on you. Yes. But I, I used that one because they, the company was nice enough to send it out. And, and so, you know, we should get them on and, and maybe I could talk about my play with this because I will say, I think that paddle was like so much better than, than, than what I have used. It's like a okay. different feel to it. And I didn't even think like when I hear you guys, you know, cause I'm sitting in the background and I've got the camera off and I'm sitting here and, you know, and you're talking about the different styles of paddles and all that stuff. And I'm like, does it really make a difference? Like, is it a big, and I will say that this, this, this made a big difference for me. So I think this one is a nice match for me, actually. Ooh. Okay. So I got to ask you, what was it? Well, maybe we should save it for the interview when we talk to the paddle company, but just give us a little snippet. What was the biggest difference you felt? I, it was weird. It was like with the, with prior paddles hitting the ball, I, I didn't feel like I had as much control. With this, I felt like I had more like control of almost exactly where it was going. You know, like it, it felt like pretty good. Like, so my son, the only way I can, you know, beat him <laughs> is to, you know, make him go back and forth on the court as much as possible. Of course, he does that back to me and then I'm a sweaty mess. But um, it's uh, it allowed me to, to get closer to the lines, I think. Mm. I don't think it's me. I don't. It's definitely not skill. <laughs> it was all this paddle i think so. it is good. i think it was good I think, yeah I think like your the skill level play. is increasing plus the paddle matches what you're looking for and there the combination is working really well that's fantastic plus, plus it makes me look cool on the court so yeah like they that, are really nice a, paddles. that's a big one yeah yeah but so we'll yeah, have them on let's get them on here and chat, chat yes. about those and we'll do a reveal there we go maybe maybe that's when i can get the the footage of me playing at some point Yes, highly requested footage of us playing. So oh, yeah. that's interesting that you did learn a little bit more about paddles and how they react. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, that's like one of the things that, uh, you know, in doing the show, I did not think I would learn as much as I actually do. So that's that's like, you know, hats off to you guys. Tip of the cap to both of you, because you actually I mean it's a very educational show. I mean, it's fun, right? Like we're getting the stories of all these, you know, uh, different people that are, that are coming on. Like, I mean, last week, uh, Lady Gibraltar, come on, hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah. like, and you learn I, a little something. <laughs> I, I was laughing so much, but I, you know, in between the laughs, you're, you're picking up all these little, little tips. And so it's, it's, it's a good thing. There you go. I gave us a review live on the show. <laughs> five, five star. And, and now, for people, and for people that have never uh, watched Lady Gibraltar's videos on YouTube and stuff like that, she has some fantastic tip videos. So. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because she was an an instructor as well, so her tips are like spot on. Yeah. Nice, nice. Sorry, Bridgie, I interrupted. What were you gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say, and now, Russ, with all of your paddles and experience, do you have a bag to put them in? Ooh, I do not yet. Well. Mm. Sorry, I do. <laughs> I, I see that. I see that. Look at that bag behind you. I have a, a great bag. And uh, the owner of Leva Pickleball, his name is Tyler Maccabi, was nice enough to send us out a bag for us to take a look at. Wonderful, wonderful bag. Love the color. The one that I'm using right now is a red and black. It's really nice. And uh, he is going to be joining us. So when we come back with our second segment of Third Shot, we have Tyler Maccabe of Leva Pickleball.
third shot please check us out on instagram youtube now facebook just look up third shot podcast and on twitter at third shot pod bridgie and i are thrilled uh, to welcome tyler makabe he is the owner of leva pickleball how you doing tyler doing good thanks for having me of course yeah thanks so much for joining us and in our true third shot fashion we'll take our shot and cheers to leva pickleball Cheers to leave Cheers, you guys. Cheers. Mm-mm. I don't know why, but, but today that hit the spot big time. <laughs> <laughs> one of those days, I guess. It right? was one of those days. <laughs> so, Tyler, before we jump into the details of what you've got going on with your company, tell us, how did you get started with Pickleball and what's your background? Yeah, so I guess... Like most people, I started playing pickleball during COVID about a year and a half ago. Um, I'm originally and still am a tennis player, but, you know, pickleball has just dominated my life ever since. Um, Especially in Hawaii, it's really popular, really big. And, you know, I've been playing it for a very long time. And I guess that's basically my story. I've been playing about, I've been playing several local tournaments here in Hawaii. Um, None in the mainland yet, but... Yeah, I'm just more of a competitive slash casual player as of right now. Well, how good are you? <laughs> Not very good. <laughs> but I just love playing. You know, it's mainly for the exercise and meeting other people, right? I mean, Hawaii's a small island, but you get to meet a lot of folks, mainly just through pickleball and, you know, open play as well. You're on you Oahu, know? right? Yeah, I'm on Oahu. I was going to ask, do you... Um get to interact with a lot of tourists playing there in Oahu. Yeah, there's actually um, two courts that a lot of tourists per se go to, or I guess people who end up moving here. And, you know, there's a lot, there, there's actually a lot of people that I don't even see on a daily just come by the open play. So it's actually pretty cool to like, you know, meet new people despite going there every week, you know. That is cool. I, I mean, Bridgie and I have courts near us and we're playing and we're, you know, Bridgie in Las Vegas, she gets a whole group of new people all the time. She's going to the courts and how many courts are there where you play at Bridgie? Like, oh, I think there's yeah, 24, 25 open play ones. It's a really nice facility. Yeah. So you're getting locals. (laughs) (laughs) It's um, kind of near the airport sunset park. But there are a few more other facilities throughout Las Vegas. So if you ever are in town or you come for a tournament, it could be at Sunset Park. Yeah. And and Vegas has such a strong Hawaiian community that yeah, there's a lot of people from originally from the islands that are living in Vegas now playing at the Sunset Courts. And we've had a chance to kind of meet a number of them. And they always give us pointers because they're so much yeah. better than us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they call it the Ninth Island, right? Yes. Vegas, so, <laughs> yeah, and they're they're fantastic, and we've had a you know chance to meet a lot of nice people from Hawaii that are you know playing in Vegas now. So, Tyler, tell us like what made you decide to start your own company and start Leva Pickleball? Yeah, I mean, I guess coming from just playing every single day, um, I mainly just use like a drawstring bag or like my tennis bag, for example. And that thing was so bulky. I was like, you know, there has to be a better way to like carry everything, you know. 
Um, and of course, there's a lot of bags online that, you know, carry mainly just pickleball stuff, pickleball attire and balls and whatnot. So I figured I'd try to make my own, um, go through a manufacturer and design it myself. Um, for my full-time job, I'm actually a civil engineer. Uh, we do a lot of design work. So I was able to, I guess, incorporate that into, you know, what, what type of bag, what type of design I wanted to make. And I just went from there. It's been about, it took me about a year or so to figure out the design and work with the manufacturers. So it was a great process. And yeah, that's just pretty much how it came about. Well, it's a very versatile bag. Can you describe to our listeners um, kind of what the specs of it are and what they could expect if they were to have one of these bags? Yeah, so I guess for those who aren't watching, um, well, I have it here also for those who are watching on the YouTube platform. Um, so basically, there's a lot of one thing that makes it stand out is, you know, it's not it's I would consider it more of a team bag um, is a great way to put it. It's a slightly bigger than your regular backpack, but it also isn't, you know, like your typical tennis bag that you normally carry around. Um, what makes it great is there's pockets that hold your balls on the side, which is really great. I used to put my balls in my bag and it would just get everywhere on my tire and all that. Um, pocket for your um, water bottles. It carries Stanley's, hydro flasks, what have you. Um, in the back, you also put the um, pickleball paddles in there. Uh, it can hold up to two or three. It can also hold a tennis racket as well, or a couple rackets. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. And in the front, you know, I use this bag I don't know about you guys, but I use it also for work as well. So I tried to make it also more like a commuter bag. So I kind of left the computer pouch in there. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess it was mainly for myself too, but I know a lot of folks that also use it that way. I and, put my laptop yeah. in it. Yeah, no, it's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> when I when I travel, um, I, I have to bring my, my computer with me. So this is perfect because it fits my paddles. It fits all my pickleball gear, which is necessity when I travel. Then my computer for work, that's not necessary. But no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> not checking yeah, emails. Everything, my chargers, my my computer, my paddles, balls. And then you were saying it, it holds a hydro flask on the side. For the people that are, I, I use a huge water bottle, like way bigger than a hydro flask. I don't know. It's maybe a gallon size. I don't know. It's, it's huge. But your pockets fit it. So I have no problems with uh, fitting. And then I put shoes actually in my bag. I like changing my shoes out after I play and it has room for everything. It's amazing. Yeah, no, that too. I'm glad you mentioned that um, pocket on the bottom for your shoes. Yeah. Oh, I guess filters to air it out as well, <laughs> but yeah, it fits a lot of things. So I, I was actually very excited to get it. Um, I prototyped it to make sure that it was good, uh, great quality. Um, you know, coming from Hawaii, right? It's so hot here and it gets so humid. Um, so having a prototype for like a year and a half or about a year, it was able to withstand a lot of the weather here. So I kind of knew it was a great time to just go all in and get a bunch of them to sell, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you've obviously built a fantastic bag. I'm a huge fan of the design you came up with. It. I mean, really, you've thought of a lot that, you know, people need within your design, like talk us through the research that you went through to actually come up with all these different ideas and how did you pick your manufacturers and materials and design the whole bit talk us through the process 
Yeah, so I guess the first process for those of you who are curious, um, and if you folks are trying to design your own, um, what have you, not just bags, but um, I know there are a lot of manufacturers here in the US, they can get a little pricey. So I actually manufactured it um, um, up in China. And luckily the folks that work over there, they're actually very, um, I wouldn't say like completely fluent, but their their English is very good. And I basically had to go through 10 to 20 other manufacturers to see who could, you know, build the specs that I give them and who are very easy to communicate with. And luckily a lot of them, you know, their English is very good. And it was quite easy to turn around, you know, the type of design that I wanted for them. So I kind of had to draw it out, you know, the designs, the type of pockets, the, the dimensions of them. And they've, they've been doing this for a long time. The manufacturers that I went through, I think they've had about three or four years of experience um, selling as well. So they kind of knew what type of products, what type of uh, material that, that I should use that they recommended. Um, so that was actually pretty straightforward. The most difficult part, however, was the shipping, um, especially coming from overseas. Shipping is so expensive. Um, I mean, especially the continental US, I'd assume also is very expensive, but the time it takes to ship there is takes a long time so i was kind of worried that it wasn't going to get to me in like three months time <laughs> wow so i just curious is the shipping more expensive coming from china and does the savings that you have in going to china for the, the materials and stuff like that get offset by the shipping costs or is it still better to manufacture over in china it kind of offsets a little bit um the one thing that i did not consider um provide given this is my first design bag um for pickleball was the tariffs as well the tariffs are typically about 25 percent um of your total cost i guess and that played a big factor into how much i could order as well but um all that being said you know it was actually a pretty straight straightforward process it was just a little difficult being my first time but it turned out to be really great Wow. Well, you make it sound like super easy of a process. And I'm happy to hear that there weren't that many challenges for you, especially with such a great bag to put out there as a product. I was wondering, how did you come up with the name? Is there any meaning behind Leva Pickleball? You know, I get that question a lot. Um, not really. I just thought, <laughs> to be honest, I have like five different names written down. That's <laughs> but funny. I don't know. It was just short, sweet to the point. <laughs> It doesn't like really stand it. for anything, but yeah, a lot of people pronounce it Leva, Leva, but you know, something that rolls off the tongue. <laughs> it does. I gotta ask, what were some of the other choices? I'm um, glad you went with one was Leva. But... Levux, Levix. <laughs> Love it. Um, truffle was another one. Sounds more like a food, so I kind of was taken aback by that one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those are some that came to mind. Came to mind. Very cool. Well, we got to take a quick break. But when we come back, I want to learn more about, you know, what the pickleball life is like in Hawaii. I, I, I just came back from Hawaii, as you know, and, uh, you know, I was really enjoying playing pickleball times. The first time I got to play pickleball in Hawaii. So anyway, I want to learn a little bit more about that and uh, kind of your pickleball journey. So when we come back, we'll have more with Tyler, the owner of Leva Pickleball. This is Third Shot and we're back from break. Thank you so much for listening along and for all of the support. Today we're joined by Tyler Makabe, owner of Leva Pickleball. Welcome back. Welcome back, thank you. 
you know what time it is? It's the third shot. That's right. I love <laughs> the third shot. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. As I was saying, Tyler, before the break, I just got back from Hawaii and it was just a, a thrill to be able to to play pickleball in Hawaii and get to know the locals. And, and um, you know, I was over in Maui, you know, and it's, it's tragic. You know, at the time we're recording here, it's just a, a few days after the Maui fires and um, it's just awful to see the news. And, you know, I'm guessing a lot of the people that I had met in Maui are, are being obviously impacted by, by the fires. And I, I hope they're all safe and uh, doing well. And, and, you know, it's going to be a long haul for, for Maui to recover. But before that happened, I had just a, a joy playing pickleball on the islands and, and hearing the stories. And, you know, like we were saying earlier it, with Bridgie down in Vegas, meeting a lot of people from the islands, it just seems like pickleball is a big time sport in Hawaii right now. And I was curious, like, what has your journey been like? I know you started during COVID, but, you know, what, what has drawn you to the game? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're spot on, though. Um, Hawaii, there's a lot of people that play pickleball. And um, in the news lately, uh, local news, there's, ha there's actually a lot of tennis courts that have been converted to pickleball courts, um, mainly because of the sheer amount of people who are playing and the amount of people who are, you know, not necessarily complaining, but recommending to the city and state to to get more pickleball courts here not only on oahu but maui big island Kauai. um so i'm sure it was really great in maui but i guess yeah for me in on oahu there's a lot of locals that play and one great thing about pickleball is you know anyone can play you know you just got to get a paddle a bag and friends to play and it's really easy you know, and I think that's the main thing that draws me in is you can play with, of course, people who are very competitive, who are one of, who want to compete. But on the other hand, you can also play with friends, uh, family members, and it's just a great way to have fun. And I think that's what builds Hawaii and the Ohana here is mainly pickleball as of right now, at, at least in on Oahu. That's amazing. And you were mentioning that the courts are getting flipped from tennis to pickleball. And over here, you know, there is some pushback from tennis players saying that they don't want their course to be taken by pickleball players and the kind of that feud that we've heard about. Is that similar to what you're experiencing in Oahu or is it a little different over there right now? I see 100%. I mean, I'm a tennis player too. I'm one of the very few tennis players who are okay with the change. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's a lot of angry, per se, tennis players who do not want these courts flipped. But, you know, it is what it is. There's a lot. I, honestly, I think there's a lot more pickleball players here on the in the islands than there is tennis as of right now, which is kind of crazy to think about over the past, what, two years that it's been growing since then. Yeah. Well, I hear there is a ton of pickleball courts in Oahu. I, I mean, I read some article that it's one of the top number of courts, pickleball courts per capita in the country right now. Uh, um, Oahu is one oh. of the top areas. And, you know, the one thing is fun. You're saying that, um, you know, you can play with friends, you play with family. When I play with, uh, you know, people from Hawaii, they're super friendly, but they love to trash talk me. 
<laughs> like, where are you coming from? I just met you. You're trash talking me. I love it because I'll come, I'll bring it back. But uh, is that part of the culture over there? Do you get a lot of trash talking going on? I, I mean, I don't know about the culture, but that's pretty funny. I mean, I love the banter, <laughs> to be honest. I love the banter. <laughs> I guess that just shows that you're pretty close with them. <laughs> they feel comfortable with me, right? They just yeah, bring it and exactly. I bring it back. It's, it's, it's a blast. It just adds to the uh, excitement of the game, the fun of the game. I like it. I think it's it's hilarious, you know, and they're just, you know, they got the pigeon English going and they're just snapping at me. And I'm like, all right, all right, let's bring it. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> what, when you're on, on Maui, um, was there a pickup game that you're playing or what city were you in when you're playing? Well, I was actually in Lahaina and um, at the Lahaina Civic Center, there are four courts and every morning, they say at eight o'clock, you know, the pickup game is supposed to start, but everybody's there at like seven. Like they don't wait to eight o'clock. They're there at seven in the morning and they're going, you know, it started getting a little warm. So by like 11, it started dying down. But from seven to 11, it was solid. And it was a, a pretty strong rotation of locals and um, and tourists, you know, like myself, you know, Lahaina being kind of a, a high tourist area. There were people from all over the country playing and they they all brought their paddles and husband and wives and just single people. And it was it was a big thing going on. You know, they got the racks. So people are just lining up challenging. It yeah, no, cool. that's really cool. Yeah, it was cool. I, I, I love, you know, talking to the locals and just hearing their stories. And, you know, because we do this podcast, I'm really into just hearing the pickleball journey. Right. What got you started? And there are people that were in their 20s all the way up to their 70s uh, that live on the island. Some people coming from up country in driving an hour and a half wow. to those courts in Lahaina to play at those courts. Uh, some people that lived, you know, 20, 30 minutes away. It's not like, you know, 10 minutes, you're already you're at the court. There aren't a lot of courts on Lahaina or I'm sorry, a lot of courts on Maui, of public courts. And this was one of the few ones that had pickup games that you could always get it um, pretty much any day. Uh, I went on a Sunday and a Monday, and I was told that Sundays are a little slower for pickup games, but Monday was just packed. I mean, it was everybody was lining up on Monday morning. Well, I'm so envious listening to you two talk about playing pickleball in <laughs> paradise. So I think we should definitely start looking at tournaments and make, make the journey over. We should do it. Yeah. Tyler's gonna hook us up with a with an amateur tournament over there in Oahu. We're going. And sell his bags there, right? I'm sorry. And we can sell your bags there too. At the oh tournament. yeah, that's too perfect. <laughs> Have you done any events to kind of promote the bags? Not yet, but there are um, local shops here that I have my pickleball bags at, and they typically go to more of the local tournaments here so i kind of rely on them to <laughs> you know sell it through their shop and you know of course support them also support local so yeah yeah that's great so for those who aren't local though is there a way that they can find your bag and order one yeah um you can go through my instagram which is at leva pickleball um you can go ahead and email me there um i also you can also dm me at tyler Maccabe or leva pickleball and I can set you folks up with some bags. Um, and I also have an Etsy where you can also order online as well. 
I also saw that there were some kind of third party sites that were carrying your bags too, like eBay possibly, or I don't think they're going through you directly, but there's other people reselling your bags, which is, you know, the more the better, right? Oh yeah, that's true. More the better. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> so yeah, I think I've seen, yeah, the eBay one also, the eBay is fine too, though. Um, I think, I think my friend who has the um, shop up um, actually posted on eBay. So at least I know him. <laughs> okay. Good. But yeah, e eBay, the eBay um, link is also good too for those listening. Good. Well, what's next for you? Uh, what Do you have any plans for in future products or what you're going to do next with the company? As of right now, um, we're sticking to bags. There were some ideas in mind that I wanted to do, probably apparel and other merch, miscellaneous merchandise. Um, and I got a lot of requests for an all black bag. <laughs> the oh. amount of people who asked me about that is ridiculous. I should have done a black, all black bag <laughs> to begin with, but that possibly might be in the works. But yeah, as of right now, Leave a Pickleball is mainly for bags and potentially other apparel and pickleball items later. Well, hypothetically, if you decided to go with an all black bag, how long would it take you to design it, get it in production and actually be able to start selling something like that? As of right now, um, since they have the specs and given, I don't I don't see any other changes to be made to the bag as of right now. I would say if I ordered them now, it would probably be another maybe two months from now, which isn't terrible um, given how far it's coming. So about two months if I were to um, end up making a new color. Yeah, I, I would say that you don't need to change anything about the bag. Color color options are fantastic, but the bag itself and the functionality of the bag nails it. No, thank you so much. I'm glad you folks like it. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep an eye out for future products from you all. And that black on black, that does sound pretty sleek. So I'll be keeping my eye out on that one for sure. <laughs> yeah, the all black. <laughs> there you go. Well, thank you so much, Tyler, for coming on the show with us. No, thank you guys so much for having me. This is really great. Yeah, thank you, Tyler. And we're looking forward to seeing what's next for Leva. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, again, you can folks follow me for more updates. And thank you so much for having me. It was a great time. Well, once you come out with the uh, something new, we will have you back. Until then, for all of the people that are listening and watching on YouTube, this show, thank you for joining us on Third Shot. Bridgie and I will continue to share our pickleball journey bring on amazing guests just like Tyler to show off new products that are, that are hitting the market that are really supporting the pickleball game. So if you need to find Tyler, go to his Instagram account at Leva Pickleball and uh, see the beautiful bags that he has. Like I said, I can't say enough about them. They really are super functional and stylish at the same time. You can support this show by subscribing, and we promise to have more amazing guests just like Tyler in future episodes. So let's continue to share our enjoyment for the game and grow this pickleball community. See you next time on Third Shot Podcast, everyone.